Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Game Boys <laughs> Podcast. My name is Lux, and with me as always is your co-host. He's the newest port to the Nintendo Switch. It's Griffin Davis. Uh, objection. I'm a first party title. Ooh, nice. A Phoenix wow. Wright joke and yeah. some self-promotion. Love <laughs> wow. it. This is the second take of this intro. I've impressed the guests. Wow, it took you a second to really blow kayfabe on this recording. <laughs> um, but you know what? That's what we do here is blow kayfabe. And speaking of guests, I guess you said it. Uh, we have a great one. It's a returning, returning champion. Now a three-time champion. Uh, it's Hunter Edwards. Hunter, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me again. Hey, every time <laughs> is a good time. Thanks All for right. coming here uh, at 10 in the morning. Uh, <laughs> sort roughly, of. Roughly, approximately. <laughs> um, uh, especially after I just had a party in my house here mm-hmm. like seven hours ago. Yeah, I feel like dog shit right now. Yeah, you guys can't see it, but Griffin's house is covered in a beer bottles and cups. No, I clean it up like while everyone's there to get everyone to leave. Yeah, yeah, no, you do. I've been to a couple hours here, so you absolutely do do that. So, <laughs> that's definitely an extremely Griffin move. But Hunter, we're going to start with a question we ask all the time, which is what you playing? Oh, man. Well, lately I've been playing a lot of Dota 2. I've been trying to get back in the Dota 2 again. Whoa. They just had a new patch come out. And uh, they <laughs> they gave everybody Aghanim Scepter upgrades, which means like you can buy an item for your character in the game that like makes your abilities do something new. So like it's this. So everyone gets a trophy. It it's feels, millennials at the at, at their work. It's a participation trophy <laughs> yeah, for all the warriors and wizards. Trophy. No, you have to you have to buy it. You have to work for it. Yeah. So okay. It's not you a know, participation. Back trophy. in my day, I defended the ancients with my bare <laughs> my bare, bare hands. Yeah. Just me and my mouse against a storm of minions. <laughs> That's right. That's why you guys are one of the good ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I've been playing a lot of that. I've been trying to get better at it. I've been really invested in like learning how to like play my specific role and. All this shit. And yeah. And I also hear that you guys, uh, you, you and Lux have been battling online. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We've been playing yeah. a little bit of magic. Uh, so far, Hunter is a. Uh, um, 2-0. Yeah. 2-0. <laughs> uh, totally has defeated me. Eat both my cats and dogs deck. Um, and what was the other one I ran? Uh, I think it was just the sell, the sacrifice deck that got fucked up. No, it was the, the mad scientist adapt deck that got fucked up. Yeah. I see yeah. you guys posting like, like references to magic with these like cards. And it's like, I don't even understand what you guys are talking about. Well, so, okay. One thing about me that I think you already know, I think we talked about this, Griffin, is that I like to make my magic decks themed around an idea <laughs> um, rather than if they're good. It's more of a feeling. Yeah. yeah I so, can tell you. And I that. think they're pretty good generally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just like, as someone who's been you twice, that comes across very clear. Yeah, the themes totally. are strong, but the decks, you're right. They're not good. <laughs> yeah. But, the, <laughs> the, you know, one I just made all is made of all cats and cat people, cats and dogs. And the other one's a bunch of science weirdos. And uh, neither of them work totally great, but I'm working on it. Uh, and I, I like making theme decks. I think it's fun. Hunter runs some like truly ferocious shit. Yeah. That, uh, housed my dogs and my scientists. Yeah, he's all hard plot, baby. Uh, yeah, but no, no the one, the first one I used was I have one that like it. Basically, all you're doing is throwing all your creatures into the graveyard. Sure. And then I have like four different cards that let me bring those back and put them on the battlefield mm-hmm. without like having to. Oh, classic Yu-Gi-Oh trick. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So no, it's like a modern one. buried alive. It's very cool. I kind of mm-hmm. want to actually pick your brain about that at a different time because I want to run a deck like that. It's not like I don't think it's very good. Like uh, that, I don't 
don't I think you, you I think you know that's it. not a concern of mine. Uh, <laughs> but it is fun. Yeah. Well, that's what matters. Speaking of, uh, speaking of good, I, I have continued <laughs> to be playing Destiny 2 this week. And I've done the thing that's always so much fun is where you peer pressure someone into buying the video game. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I've finally gotten uh, Bennington Grant to buy Destiny 2. We're getting them leveled up. And doesn't it feel good, guys, when like you're playing a game all alone and you just text someone so many times about it till they say fuck it fine i'll buy it yeah does that feel great it does feel good no oh. <laughs> i've never enjoyed that once in my life that's really not something i like to do well well, well we're all happy now but i'm happy for you i'm happy yeah. that you're happy that, that makes me- i've just been playing this fucking hell 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 hole of an experience of a game that we're gonna talk it's- about today yeah, it's we're <laughs> Hunter's on for the third time. Usually we try to we try to mix it up, but he had a really strong uh, suggestion of a game to really cap off miserable May. And guys, just a little bit of remembrance of this month. It's been quite a month. It has I mean, been pure fucking torture. <sighs> Destiny one, which I don't know why it's there. I think uh, we do. Jaws Unleashed. Wait, let's like let's wait Snake back. King. Destiny one. Whether or not you agree with the premise. The garbage philosophy that came out of that episode has proven to be extremely useful going forward. Oh, yeah. We've applied the garbage philosophy to a lot of things, uh, which means, obviously, for those who haven't heard that one, uh, that uh, not all good things are good. <laughs> okay. And not all bad <laughs> things are necessarily bad. Yeah. And sometimes and, it's good to like bad things. Yeah. We live in a, we, we live in a complicated world. And, you know, I think that you can't only approve of the critically acclaimed. Yeah, that makes you basic. Makes you basic and boring. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a month. I mean, we started with Sneak King, then Destiny <sighs> One, which is the greatest uh, shooter ever made, and then we went on to Jaws Unleashed, uh, and then Sonic 06 was last week, and a lot of controversial opinions <laughs> and we thought, there. Could it could it get any worse than that? Uh, and we didn't think that much could go past it. I mean, the internet, we really thought we'd hit the bottom and the internet, you know, certainly makes Sonic 06 out to be kind of the grandmaster kind of, uh, you know, like the ultimate, the peak of, of, of human unachievement. Sort of <laughs> uh, to continue the Yu-Gi-Oh metaphor, the Kaiba, of sure. <laughs> shitty fucking video games. Yeah, Jacob Gerstel and like two other people just like fist pumped. Uh, <laughs> Look, if I can get Gerstel to fist pump, I have done a good podcast. <laughs> uh, a lot of the Yu-Gi-Oh talk on the pod today. It's Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh on the brain. Yeah, um, maybe because my brain is dying right now, and just you've regressed to nine years old because of all your hangover, of- <laughs> and so now uh, you're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. It's time to, but but like Yu-Gi-Oh, we have a final game that's gonna you know challenge these other games for the championship. The, so I guess like it's time to duel with the game that Hunter has brought on. Oh my God. Time for a little history. I'm so hung over. Yeah. And then we're just, and then this, and then this is what's happening. We're doing the history part now, everyone. Okay. In 1992, Michael Berlin was a video game designer at Accolade Studios. He longed to create a character that would rival the platforming giants of the time, like Sonic the Hedgehog and the infamous Italian Plumber. His vision was an anthropomorphic bobcat named Bubsy. 
The first couple Bubsy games were met with meager sales, leading Berlin to decide to take the franchise in a drastically different direction that would not be a rehash of the other 2D games, but the company's first 3D platformer. Development began in 1995, with Berlin immediately experiencing challenges due to his team having no prior experience with the tools for creating 3D environments. They were so uneducated in the process that they used flat-shaded polygons as opposed to textured ones, a mistake so fundamental it seems there wasn't a single employee that understood what they were doing. Berlin attended the January 1996 Consumer Electronics Show to help demonstrate the Bubsy 3D beta personally. While wandering the floor, he saw the demonstration for Super Mario 64, another 3D platformer jumping game, but one built with Nintendo's best resources in order to serve as the flagship title for a new gaming console. Berlin knew in that moment that he was a failure on a monumental level. His game absolutely sucked in comparison, and he begged Accolade to not release it. But it was too late. The game was released in 1996 for the PlayStation 1. To this day, it is one of the worst games ever made. This week is Bubsy 3D. Is that true? It is That's true. Depressing. He that is saw, fucking it's so shit. sad. He saw the Mario game and he was like, "I suck." I oh like it, like he. Like, I don't think he'd like truly seen his game for the yeah. first time until he'd like seen Super Mario sixty four. That almost that almost makes a little bit of sense though, just in the time period where everyone's like, "There's no no one knew what a three D platformer was like or could be," and so mm-hmm. he was like, "This seems like the right thing to do." And then he saw Mario 64 and was like, oh, this was extremely the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I mean, it's 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 sometimes like uh, greatness contextualizes your work. And for him, it was like, I mean, even now, if you look at Super Mario 64, it's like still a masterpiece. Like it holds up and like so few games do. So just imagine just comparing that to to Bubsy 3 fucking D, which is it's just. Like it's like similar to Jaws Unleashed in that every element hurts my brain. Um, well, yeah, we'll get into that. But Hunter, <laughs> let's talk about a couple of big questions about this game. First, okay. why did you do this to us? Because uh, <laughs> you guys had asked, I think, what was yeah. the what was the worst we, we game you've ever the, played? We asked for the yeah. worst games. I guess what I mean is what what about <laughs> this fault. game made you be like, oh, it's got to be Bubsy? Because this is true. I mean, like, I remember playing this when I was like. A kid. <laughs> and I even as a child, I remember being like, this is the most dog shit game I've ever played in my entire life. As a child, like you knew. Like at, when you're a kid, you don't have like a barometer of like what is good as a vi- like you're just happy to be playing a video game. Sure. But as a kid, I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. It was the first time you're like, oh, people can be bad at their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because of Bubsy 3D, I knew not to trust adults. Yeah. Uh, pulled, like, pulled the curtain away from your eyes and you were like, oh, no one knows what they're doing. I, uh, yeah. I think I didn't know the Super Mario thing, but my dad had a PlayStation and he had a 3DO too. Mm-hmm. So there was 3D games that came out before this. Like I think Gex 3D came out. I know for sure Crash Bandicoot came out before this because that oh, was like the first game. we No, got. no, no. It wasn't the first 3D platformer. It was the first for their studio. So it was like, like in this era where some people were trying it and they're like, yeah. let's try it. But like, let's not hire anyone who's done it before. But like that itself, like adds so much backbone to how bad this game is t- for like the climate. Of the current games market, like the two best games out right now are Crash Bandicoot and Super Mario 64, like two of the most. 
Well, they iconic. hadn't been they hadn't been released at the time. Like so, they, these were all still being made, right? Like he saw them at like an expo. Yeah, but Bubsy Bandicoot 3D came out first came before out. Bubsy. Yeah. Oh, it came true. out right after it. That's true. So they they were kind of made in tandem. I'm sure they were right? made in tandem. But like, <laughs> when you think of the the three of them, it's like there's no way that this game was supposed to be good, right? Like those are the two most like iconic historic like. Those are like the best platformers. People go back to those all the time. Yeah, it's, it's like, hard to it's say almost, if this is a failure of laziness or, or, or ineptitude. Well, it's, it's almost, hard to tell. It almost feels like a Hemsworth situation in that you've got Christopher and Liam famously handsome and cool. And then yeah. there's a third one about whom no one gives a shit. Derek. Uh, yeah, this sorry, is Derek, I, Derek Hemsworth or whatever. He's on he's on Westworld. Yeah. OK. <laughs> good, good for him. Um. That show sucks. Uh, anyways, um, let's get let's let's get into this game a little bit. So, the first question we ask when we're talking about gameplay, as always, Hunter, how them sticks feel? <laughs> Fucking terrible. <Yeah. laughs> They're awful. <laughs> it's a uh, what's the, the control scheme in the game is tank like. Yeah, it's like you have to stop. It's basically like if you ever played the first Resident Evil games, where like you have to like turn your character and then you push forward and they move forward. Yeah. But in a 3d platformer where like being able to like jump on top of things is pivotal to the game yeah. and like having good controls is like detrimental or like very important mm-hmm. to the entire structure, yes. <laughs> the entire thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, let's, let's take some liberties with this. No, you have to literally to do any turn, you have to stop shift sidestep and then move forward again it is garbage and makes every jump impossible when you and when you jump the camera tilts down yeah like you can't you can't like look where you're going and jump like you jump and then the camera moves itself without your like permission (laughs) (laughs) and jesus christ it's Oh my god! And, and, <laughs> yeah, and I, just, I emulated yeah. this game on my computer for a little bit, and just thinking about that experience is like painful to me. Yeah, because it's a short game, but every single jump in it is hard. It didn't feel short, <laughs> exactly. No, and I only it played is. it for an hour, but it felt like fifty. Yeah, you're failing the entire time. <laughs> well, the yeah, whole thing about the game, right? Is one. So when it came out, one one important part to remember is that when it came out, it wasn't universally panned immediately. When it came out, people were like, well, the levels are pretty big and that's cool. And also, did you know that there's two player and that's pretty neat? (laughs) Are you talking about the prestigious Golden X Award on the cover? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So it came out. It came out like that was like the first wave of reviews. And the second wave of reviews were like, no, no, never mind. This is the worst game in the universe. Yeah. And everyone at the prestigious Guild Awards was shot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so like when. And when you play it, like the bigness of the levels is at first it is exciting because you're like, oh, there's all this stuff that I can do. But actually, you can't do anything. And moving around is hell. The bigness of the levels, all the levels look exactly the same. There are all these carnival hell holes (laughs) where the floor is just like like pieces of a like a like a checkers board. And then there's just these like shitty drawn mountains are surrounding you that like it looks like they're like Microsoft paint mountains. It's just like, and every level is that except for the underwater levels. There's like, there's no textures on anything. No. So it's it's truly just like you're jumping on a blue square Yeah, and you're jumping on like a yellow triangle and there's no, like, I think they, they tried to get across the idea that, that you're like, I think the first level there's like, 
jagged mountainy shapes mm-hmm. and everything's blue and white. Yeah. So I think you're supposed to be like, okay, this is a cold tundra like area. <laughs> but a good way to explain that is to add shit that actually shows that in the environment like gee i don't know snow <laughs> no yeah it's like it, it it didn't seem like a rush for time but just a fundamental lack of like thinking about anything that to make this game good it was just like uh, uh, okay like here we go <laughs> like some of the mountains in the first level aren't finished no there's, there's some there's like gaps in the mountains like it's it's wild and there's a lot of things that look like they're arcing towards a peak and then are flat yeah, that yeah. comes up a lot in that game. Um, and OK, so let's move on from how it looks like shit and plays like shit. And let's talk about how it uh, makes no sense, narratively speaking, <laughs> um, because what the fuck is happening here? So the basic know, premise, that part's very clear to me. The basic premise, as I understand it, mm-hmm. is that there are some aliens called Woolies that came yes. to Earth to take all the wool. Uh-huh. And the first time they tried to do that. Somehow this idiot cat Bubsy stopped them. Well, Bubsy is the wor- is the world's largest collector of wool on on the planet. So these aliens who come for wool naturally will come into conflict with him. Okay, sure. And then this time around, they were like, "We got to get that wool, but we got to get this Bubsy out of the way." You know the traditional bobcat that just collects wool. Well, like, it's we're like already they- operating on like levels of base reality that it's, no one knows. It's like they say: there's three kinds of stories. Man comes yeah. to town, uh-huh. man leaves home, a uh-huh. cat collects wool. Yes. Those yeah. are the three stories. No, Bubsy's definitely the mysterious stranger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it feels like uh, Bubsy is, uh, it feels like the Woolies are an unstoppable force and Bubby's, Bubsy's just oh, an, an immovable object. object. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Precisely so. <laughs> yeah. No, no, literally you can't move him very yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. He's pretty unmovable <laughs> as an, as an object. Um, the, uh, yeah, this, the story yeah, it is so, yeah, bad. so you get kidnapped by outer space aliens. Bubsy's going to outer space aliens, and you have to find these rocket parts to get back to Earth. Yes. In order to get the good ending, you have to find all thirty-two of them, which means exploring all these hellscape levels. Um, and it is terrible. It's kind of like if you. It's like when you take if you took like acid and went to like a scary like <laughs> carnival. Like the whole atmosphere is just bad. Is like bad trip the entire time, but like. It's only a bad trip because like every element is is like work is like grinding against the other. Absolutely. In, in this like in this like inhuman way that you've like never you've like never experienced before. And the game like, forces you to get balls deep in that world. Yes. Because if you don't get all the pieces when your rocket takes off, it can't withstand being in outer space and you end up in the Challenger. stone age. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yikers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like that that is like this is a game where it's like there's a good ending to get the good ending, you have to 100 percent these levels to 100 these levels you have to deal with this bullshit design for hours and what's in these levels one type of enemy like there's only really these bunnies that you have to fight and other than that i think there's some like underwater fish in the underwater levels but all you're doing is fighting the same rabbit in different colors the whole game it's so lazy they could have like made a bigger rabbit or like done anything (laughs) but no in fact the boss battle is not against the woolies it's against the most fucked up elephant i've ever seen (laughs) 
Did you make it to the boss battle? Oh, fucking no way, dude. Dude, <laughs> it is one of the worst animated things I've ever seen. It like it looks like it's like begging you to kill it. It's like kill me. Like oh, it's, is it it's like, like that weird little like ostrich man and sky cat from the world of tomorrow. It's uh, no, uh, I, kill, I walked out of that movie. Kill me. <laughs> it's the it it's the surrogate for the audience. The animation is 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 like collapsing in on itself as it stands there and it just it looks so sad it's just awful Ugh. okay look we've talked around the big problem though these are all things that matter yeah there is one big problem about this game and it is pervasive and that is bubsy's fucking voice oh god yeah it is like a combination of like somehow a kid who is both prepubescent and deep voiced but also <laughs> <laughs> Is he supposed to be stop. Jewish? It reads offensively <laughs> Jewish. It's <laughs> look, look, dude. Bubsy's from the Bronx. Yeah, dude. Literally sounds like one of my like uncles or something. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you look, I give you a lamppost. Wow. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's it's infuriating, and it's so it like it's as though every element of this game was done with the explicit intent to make playing it a bad time. Yeah, because he talks. All the time. Whenever he you talks do fucking like, anything. Like he talks like every 10 seconds. And, and it's like a peaking loud track of him just like screaming about nothing. Yeah, it's a running chatter. And like it is and he miserable. congratulates the video game designers a lot. All, all the time. I, yeah. I will say this for me. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, like, it's a imagine, real jack off. Imagine fest. making a, a huge piece of shit and having like the main characters be like, This rocks, right? Like, <laughs> that's fucking the entire wild. Time. No, that's that's like, great. We're gonna do the line again, but why don't you go ahead and say I don't know how great we are. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would be like if on our podcast we talked about how it's good. Um, <laughs> which we've literally never done. Um <laughs> and that's our one piece of integrity that we retain. Oh yeah. <laughs> but let's like a, a quick thing. There are a couple things in this game that, in my opinion, make it less unbearable than some of the other ones. Couple of notes. One, wow. it doesn't have invisible polygons. It has missing stuff, which is bad, but it doesn't have invisible polygons on which you can get stuck. Sure. That is but you can get stuck on all sorts of other stuff. Though. Yes. Like like there's but there's, at least you know what's happening. You're right. There, but there are plenty of visible polygons. Yeah, that will yeah. be the end of your day. And there are plenty <laughs> of visible polygons that are meant to be sort of shaded to look like a different thing that just look like a shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I have had I've had enemies in the underwater level kill me from like across the level. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. It has problems, but invisible polygons <laughs> on which you can get stuck are like sure. maybe my no. most frustrating thing. Like that yeah, made the, jo that the made, Jaws Unleashed polygons Jaws are insane. It's it's truly wild. They drop these invisible blocks in the ocean. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand the narrative continuity of it. It's why. But <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the, not canon. The other thing with this game <laughs> Spielberg is said it's not canon. <laughs> the other thing about this is that like with those other games, they were trying with, with particularly with Sonic and Jaws. They were trying to make you feel like the main character and failed in every way imaginable. In this game, Bubsy's kind of a blank slate, so I don't feel as robbed of being able to feel like Bubsy as I did with the other ones. Now, Do you know what I, I mean? Like, I, feel I don't like, feel like they set me up for an expectation and undermined it. Now, I feel like Bubsy is like is like 
it, like the I, I I would not be surprised to meet Bubsy in hell, you know, <laughs> no, yeah. like it's like. And so like for me, like I think he like the one thing is, yeah, I think like Bubsy's horrible voice, his confusing character design and his just like intensity and just like I, I don't truly know, there's could like, not figure out what animal he was till I read the Wikipedia. Yeah, he's a bobcat, but I, he looks like a fox. Yeah, I thought he was a fox. But, but like he like he's like attempted to look like Sonic, but there's like this like there's like he's like dead eyed in this weird way, uh, and it just I think it really matches with just the hellscape of every level. It like does that's the ring, one thing where it's like oh this character lives in this hellhole. It does ring a little consistent with the sort of background story we had for Sneak King where it was like way overdone by executives who don't have any understanding of like what makes games cool. Mm-hmm. There's some of that here I think just in the sense that like it has no personality. The only trait of this game that's like a kind of personality trait is that it's insanely annoying. Which yeah, is not like, a really a personality and certainly not a good one. Did, did Michael Berlin just like love like weird carnivals or something like that because it has this weird like carnival music going in the background the whole yeah, time it's and, and it feels like you're just kind of like in these weird like i don't know it's like all the mountains look like tense i don't know to me it had like a circus vibe it, the does, whole have, time. it does have a circus vibe it's just a nonsense vibe it just feels like pure bullshit the whole time like so the other games felt like a betrayal of my expectations in a way that like felt like i was tricked this one felt like I was legitimately robbed of my time. Yeah. <laughs> like I the would game agree. was like, I'm you, you, sorry, bud. You're the idiot who walked in here and now you're <laughs> fucked. Right. Because, like, at least with, like, again, the reason I gave Sonic five out of five joysticks and five <laughs> out of five Rage Quick is that it was really funny the whole time. And, like, this game is never funny. It's, Not at all. It's you, you, there's no redeeming characteristic in it. Like, it hurts to look at, it hurts to hear, and it hurts your brain. It, like, it attacks you on, like, every sense. It's, it's bad for the hands because the controls are miserable. And, That's and, right. and it's, like, crazy that, like, it took seeing Super Mario to be like, oh, like, my game is, like, like, like really bad but i guess he didn't have a lot to compare it to yeah but, but like i don't know i mean like hunter said like hunter was a child and he was able to tell that this game was that it's just like if it's weird to me that because i feel like that game came out in a time where like q a testing was probably like more important than it is now because it's not very like with beta tests and all this stuff like you just let people test your game for you and you don't have to pay them. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, like a studio would like hire a bunch of testers to be like, play this game, make sure it not only works, but like, you know, is fun. Like, tell us how it feels. Right. <laughs> they obviously did none of that because like, yeah, there's no way any chump would come in having no context for like what a 3D game is. Sure. But if I played that game and I didn't know what a video game was. I'd be absolutely frustrated. I'd say, uh, burn them all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> say, say, I would like, hate video, video games, games if that canceled. was the first video game I played. <laughs> um, no, absolutely. Like this game is bad in a really like profound, like almost like platonic way, where like it's it's bad, like in a way that speaks directly to your brain and like sur- goes past all of like social mediation. It's just, like pure bad, like immediately in your mind. Oh no, it's a step back for the medium itself. Yeah, it, uh, it brought. I mean, by now we'd have so so much better video games if this game had never existed. It brought. <laughs> video game progress back by years yeah it's so strange because i keep on trying to really figure out like what's the like what's the what's like the real the hook like what's the thesis on like what these like what these game designers were doing like is this just like homework that they did the last minute or or like are the people who made this just like so like zombie and like full like like with zero imagination to just think that like 
making 10 levels that look exactly the same, have no mechanics and are impossible to get through is just like would be fun to someone. It's like, like which, is it laziness or is it just like they don't know what humans are? It feels like cynicalness <laughs> to me. Like it feels like cynicism to me. Like it's just like these fucking rubes. They'll play anything with an animal that jumps. <laughs> um, yeah, it's what it feels like. I feel, it, okay, so yeah, it does definitely have an air. That's my take. Of like, well, like just ship it out. These idiots don't know what they want. But they don't. But they didn't know what they wanted either. And in fact, Berlin wanted to not ship the game. He was begging them to not ship it. He ran so, straight from E3 to the studio. I would, I would argue then that it wasn't cynicism, but just like a fundamental like like lack, like like a desire to be a king and to sit at the big boys table and just like having like 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 putting that like the cart before the horse or whatever, you know, being like, I want to be the next Mario and then like not actually having ideas or or or, or like care about games right. well, it seems it like there's just no like sense i want to be i want to be nintendo i want to be the next mario but i don't understand what mario was before yeah. or what mario should become yeah but i want to be it yeah it's fucking wild it's nonsense i don't really have a ton to say about this game because it's just like bad in such a fundamental way that like there's not even bits to do really no no it's not like yeah. sonic or jaws where it was like at least it's funny that the shark is bad or at least it's funny that like sonic is slow now and like has a human girlfriend and this game was just like gibberish and nonsense yeah it's it's like they're even like we have to now take this and compare this back to the King Superman 64. Sure. And it's like, at least like with Superman 64, you're dealing with like a character that, you know, and like, we have to see how like people engage with, with it or like how the game makers engaged with Superman. Well, Superman had like the property of like, well, it's Superman. Yeah. Like the kids are kids like Superman. Yeah. Kids like comic books. They yeah. want to play. And it was based off that cartoon that was doing all right at the time, I think. And right. the thing people love about Superman like, most is his tendency to fly through rings. Yeah. yeah. We all know how Superman works. We get it. He's a ring guy. Yeah, he's, a big, <laughs> he's a big ring guy. That's his old deal. <laughs> but like Bubsy, I've never been like so off put by a character yeah in my so entire makes me uncomfortable. life yeah it, there's like what are you selling that's yeah. that's the third that's the like the third game they've done right oh no they how just did they sell other ones before yeah, there's a new bubsy they, there's a new bubsy coming out soon oh god um but yeah it's like one of those things where it's like when you see um when you see like an off-brand version of something and it's just like uh it's like in those like animes where like someone gets their soul split in half and they have like a, like weird like half selves or like hollow versions of themselves. It's just like Bubsy is like a like a replica or like a shadow of a shadow. Yeah, Bubsy's like, like a like, like he's he's so thin. If you sat down a child and said draw Sonic, they would draw Bubsy. Yeah, <laughs> Bubsy's really like an umbral version of Sonic for sure. Yeah. Uh, heavy umbral energy. Um, but you guys want to get to commercial because uh, I thought this game is going to make continue to make me upset. Please okay. take it. Take it. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Oh man, uh, I've got a, a high school. I've got a high school team without a mascot. Oh. I need a mascot. Are you, you kid? What is the mascot now? Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. You're talking to me, this child? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, well, here's the thing. I know that you're not allowed to use, like, Native American imagery anymore because it's racist, so we can't that's right out, so why don't we stick with, like, an animal? Um, 
I like cats. Can it just be a cat? Yeah, but cats are racist to cats. I don't really understand that, but okay. What if we combine cats with Bob's? That's where I come in. Hi, oh. Mr. Berliner. I don't know my first name. Creator of Bubsy 3D. Oh my God. Wow. It's an honor. Get yeah. him, guys. A real life no. sort of celebrity. No. <laughs> Wait, please. <laughs> oh, we got him. We got him. You know what, my game? This ad was a trap. Nice. It was a sting operation. We got him, boy. I'm going to hang myself in prison. Yeah, I'm a can. child and I'm going to eat his legs. Oh, God. What's happening? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Game Boys Podcast. My name is still Lux, your co-host, still Griffin Davis. Your guest is still Hunter Edwards, and we're still, for some godforsaken reason, talking about <laughs> Bubsy 3D. Boy, what a game. Anyway, now's the part of the show where we rate that game, boys, girls, and friends beyond the binary. We're going to go around in a circle, starting with our good friend, the guest Hunter Edwards, and we are going to give a final thoughts and a final rating on a scale of 1 to 5 rage quits, because it is the end of Miserable May, thank God. Um, and we will give a final rating on this game. Uh, Hunter, take it away. Uh, one. Out of five. Well, five rage quits is the worst score. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's confusing. Well, then it's the perfect game. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, wait. So five. Five rage, rage quits, quits. Is makes you the most angry. Oh, OK. Five rage quits. That's what I've chosen. <laughs> nice. Makes sense. Uh, it's it's just the fucking worst game I've ever played yeah. in my entire life. <laughs> yes, yes. Like sneaking. It's is redeemable because the king it's is yeah. fun and the uh-huh. premise itself is goofy. Yes. There's things to like about it. Yes. And it Jaws Unleashed $3. is just ridiculous. You're playing Jaws. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Superman 64. At, at least it's Superman. Yes. Bubsy 3D has absolutely zero redeeming quality about yeah. it. There's nothing to like about it. There's no bright side. There's literally nothing to like no about it. No such thing as Mr. Brightside. Sorry, the killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just can't look Bubsy. Oh, boy. I'm going to cut that part out. Okay. Uh, yeah, Lux, you go next. Sure. Um, I'm basically with Hunter. I'm going to give it five as well. Um, it Here's the thing. Like Hunter said, there are reasons beyond the game to like the other games we've played right like superman is superman it's kind of silly uh jaws is ambitious if totally fucking stupid sneaking was insanely weird sonic is extremely funny to think about destiny is like fun to play but like fundamentally evil um this game has none of that like there's just no (laughs) nothing there's no reason to like this game there's reason to think about this game unless you want to hurt yourself emotionally like we've decided to do for an entire fucking month there's no reason to engage this game at all Five rage quits. I rage quit in advance. It's over. Wow. You're canceled, Bubsy. Yeah, now Bubsy's going to be canceled. We've got two full rage quits on the board. <laughs> it's decision time. It's all come down to this. A collection of games, two of which I think are really good, actually. So I've been having to really <laughs> narrow it down between Jaws Unleashed and Sneak King uh, because Destiny is one of the greatest shooters ever made, and Sonic 06 is uh, a masterpiece akin to the room. But I swear you're using the word masterpiece wrong. <laughs> I'll look it up later. Uh, <laughs> This game has zero redeemable qualities. It's what I it's like made it's made me nervous to ever take a psychedelic drug again because I fear <laughs> that now he will seep out into that trip. Yep. Uh it's definitely nightmare fuel. It hurts every sense of my body. It's not rewarding at all. Guys, it's the most miserable game of the month. I think it just won miserable May. <laughs> 
Are you giving it a five? Yay. I'm giving it a five out of five. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the winner of Miserable May. And here's the thing. I'm going to go one step further and say this is worse than Superman 64. And here's why. It is. It is. Superman 64, it's not just the ring level. There are other bad levels with other bad challenges and dumb shit to do. Bubsy's the same shit forever. It's the same thing. It's an unending stream of sameness unto eternity. Yeah. It is the saddest metaphor for life I've ever seen, (laughs) and I can't handle it. I think this is truly the worst game ever. Hunter, I think you've done it. Oh, my God. What have I done? I mean, you solved Miserable May. You, oh, you, Jesus. We ended with the worst game. The timing I'm, was great. Well, this month I'm, has I feel been proud about horrible. it. I feel, like, I feel like everything about this episode is really like peaking with miserable. Like, we all feel miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're doing a bad job. Everyone's we, we're tired. Had to, we had to play the game this shit sucks. game. The game like, even sucks in a way where we can't make fun of it that well. I was yeah. really thinking about, because I've really been liking Miserable May. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and a part of me was like, oh, they should do more bad games. Mm-hmm. And now I'm realizing why doing more yeah. bad games <laughs> is not a good idea. Yeah. It yeah. was it was tough to do it that many weeks in a I row. Think we probably will do more. Yeah. Generally speaking. But we're yeah. definitely not going to do another giant uh, run of bad games, uh, at least for a little while. Please. Please, please, please. But uh, you but can't say guys, please. This is your idea. <laughs> before uh, I'm talking to myself. Okay. Uh, uh, but now it's our very favorite segment. Tell you that a segment. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Time for the segment. Segment is the part where Griffin and I play a little segment games with our guest, and everyone has a great time. Griffin, what is your segment this week? Okay, guys, welcome back to Toxic or Toxic, the video game news show, where I say video game news, and you guys tell me if it was toxic, <laughs> as in toxic gamer culture, bad incel just just gross (laughs) just blocked canceled guys online or toxic (laughs) as in the britney spears song which is a slap and a banger and the hit of any generation uh news story number one a senator from missouri just introduced an anti-loot box bill that could radically change how video games are sold wait what? So he's trying to ban loot boxes. Oh, loot like a boxes. Senator's trying to ban loot boxes. Um, good. The- <laughs> yeah, uh, the loot boxes suck. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a hard stance on Hell this. Hell yeah, here we go. Oh, what the fuck's I'm gonna about say, to happen? Uh, uh, toxic. The insult. <laughs> <one. laughs> <laughs> Who cares about loot boxes? Yeah. At the end of the day, it it, it really only don't buy them. Well, yeah, I think it's like it's like, listen, later as adults, there's going to be lottery tickets and all other stupid ways to spend your money. Like, yeah, this is just like a lesson in like and I think it really only affects like the people that it affects negatively are rich kids. So they're fine. Yeah. Or or like a few select people that have maybe like a mental health issue or something like that. And like, that's bad. So like we need to figure out a way to like stop that from happening. But otherwise, like loot boxes make games free. Or freer. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, yeah, I agree. There's, there's games that I really like that have loot boxes and that's the reason why they are a game. Like that's how they make their money. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not getting shoved down your throat, right? as, long as, as long as you can achieve everything think, in the game without was, them. What was the, uh, what was the really bad one? Was it battlefront? Two? Yeah, it was battlefront two. 
Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, because that was like that was affecting <laughs> a game. Board. Like it was like you had to open the boxes <laughs> in order to do anything you, in the game. You don't get a gun until you buy a loot box. Yeah, <laughs> you have to just fight with your hands. Yeah. Uh, moving on, another news. Another news story. Uh, the new Call of Duty. Modern Warfare game will be titled Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Okay. Uh, I, I guess bad toxic. It's not that creative. I don't know. This I, seems I, totally I, I make boring. A not new game. Make a new name. Okay. This one's good, guys. Uh, the Division 2 is not even considering making its raid easier. Uh, as of now, uh, the raid is so broken that only 7,000 people have been able to beat it on PC and only 150 console players. Uh, the raid's been out for like a couple of weeks. Uh, good toxic. Good toxic? Good I toxic. think they might be good toxic yeah, also. Absolutely. People got to learn that stuff is hard sometimes yeah, <laughs> it's okay for some games to be hard and to be this, designed for people who like okay, to play hard people games people are playing this game for you have to some people are like taking 20 hours to do the raid have it's you, not like content you, everyone can like play that did you play world uh have you tried any of the world of warcraft classic stuff yet oh no i, I can't i i got I to play a little bit of it and it made me realize how it's really fun sometimes to have like a difficult game you know like the, the things that you could do in classic like yeah. to get like the really good stuff yeah. you had to work really hard to yeah. get it but there was also a lot of communication back and forth between a lot of people it brought yeah. the community together oh yeah really? how to beat things yeah adver like adversity like forces online communities to like work together more if you make the game easy then like then no one talks to each other well people are gonna beat that game and then be done with it the next like everybody's going to be done with div, div, what is it called division two division two everybody's going to throw that game on the fucking shelf yeah. the next week here's okay so here's my, my my fundamental problem is like okay if a, if a raid like fundamentally takes like 10 hours to to beat that's not like always like that just means like certain players can't get to access the stuff and i think like you should make the raid beatable in like four to six hours so like someone can do it on a night uh maybe, maybe that is beatable in the future that yeah. way uh, the other thing is if it's like fundamentally like like it's easier to do shooters on PC. That's the that's the big problem, I think, is that like it's unplayable for console people. If only 150 people have been able to do it on console, like they yeah, need to adjust enough. for console, um, right? I would I, agree like, with but that. But I do really think that some games are allowed to be super hard. I think that's it's okay. unplay 150 people. That's insane, dude. That's not enough people. That's broken. Okay, moving on. Uh Finally, guys, gaming disorder, now a recognized illness, according to the World <laughs> Health Organization. Toxic. <laughs> so toxic. Uh, Britney Spears toxic, because I feel like I'm, I've got one of those freaking disorders, man. Yeah, dude. I'm freaking twisted over here. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty Jared Leto damaged, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I am also saying toxic. I think that gamers need to stand up against this gamer erasure. Uh, we've been taking it... Uh, We've been taking it to the face lately. No, we just, it, okay. So my reason it's toxic is literally the opposite. Um, I just don't think that it's like we need to qualify gamer as a category in all these ways. It's just a thing that people are allowed to do. I mean, you, people can get addicted to watching TV, like getting addicted to watching anything. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I remember like people like my parents or something like that would be like, oh, you're playing so many video games. Like, well, you guys are just like watching the same amount, but just on TV instead. Yeah, you guys are like, you guys watch as much murder. She wrote as I play. Wow. 
Like the runner for the first six seasons of The Simpsons is just how addicted to television Homer is. Right. Yeah. That's like, what I mean. I that's think, not like something new. <laughs> yeah. I just think cultural yeah. addictions are yeah, real. I just don't think we need to categorize gamers specifically. Um, but anyways, that's fine. Now we're going to start pitching the past. I'm hopping the time machine and I'm bringing out famed uh, artist and cat, known cat, famous cat. It's me, the Pink Panther. I can't do the Pink Panther. This is going to be a real disaster. <laughs> do uh, it. I don't do think I, it. No, you know what I'm doing? You have to now. It's me, the Pink Panther. This is not my normal voice, but I'm... Oh, wait, no. I'm doing Snaggletooth. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Okay, like, fuck that. I'm thinking a new person really quick. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's your version of the Pink Panther. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's me. What's doing the Pink Panther? Who doesn't really talk? Anyways, here we go. Why is this cat worth dealing with and engaging with in any meaningful way? Oh, you're trying to get us to sell Bubsy 3D? Sell me Bubsy 3D. Well, I, if you work at like Guantanamo Bay and you want to like mix up the torture, mm. you could like toss in Bubsy. Hang on. I'm really good at selling stuff. Let oh, me take yeah. This over. Okay. Yeah. You're the Pink Panther, right? I, I love stealing art. And also now I have a voice. Great. Perfect. Now, imagine that there is a game out there that is just for you. Would you play that game? Sure. And what would that game look like? You steal the art from other museums. Would the protagonist be... I don't know, a cat? Bubbed a pink one, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Are you willing to move off of that? I think Maybe I can reach like in the middle <laughs> Okay. What if he's wearing wiggle, a t-shirt? Any wiggle room on what kind of animal? <laughs> a cat, cat is fine. Okay, great. And instead of art, what if it was Adams? If he was stealing Adams? Well, that's got most of the same letters. Sure. <laughs> that's how you would make decisions. <laughs> well, I've got this copy right here of... Probably the best game ever made, Bubsy 3D. Oh, well, I guess I'll just take that back to my house and play it before the next time I go rob a museum. Nope. You got to give me $100 first. Uh-oh. Gotta go. Classic. Weird. Classic. Weird version of that segment. Anyways, <laughs> this is a classic episode. That was a classic segment. And Hunter, you're a- at got, Hey, at least you got rid of the game. And Hunter, you're a classic yeah, guest. Shuffled so it off. Tell the people where they can get more That's of your classic thing. stuff. Oh, boy. Um... No, I don't want people to find me after this one. Okay. Uh, Dude, that's so fair. That's totally reasonable. All right, Griffin. Since Hunter's, Hunter unplugged himself, your turn. Um, shit, dog. Party World Wrestling. That's my uh, plug. You're indie. Oh, I know. I'm stealing it. It's on Indiegogo. You guys should go donate. They're fucking awesome. We've had all sorts of wrestlers on the show. It's a very funny show. I love it. If I you are in Austin and you're not at that show, what are you doing? Yeah, you're fucking up. Now, now I'm criticizing you. <laughs> fix your, <laughs> fix your life. The way you said that was like so bizarre. Um. Okay. And then Griffin P. Davis on all social media at Game Boys Pod on That's Instagram. It. Game Boys Pod on Instagram. Um, yeah. PWR. Go to iggg or go to iggg.me/at/bioslam to get cool perks and stuff like that, and to contribute there. It's gonna be fucking rad. Check the Facebook page for the updates. Always check out Wisecrack to see my newest stuff. Um, and please rate, review, subscribe, etc. Uh, I'm t- I'm tired. I'm not going to check the thing. If you'll review, I'll read it next week. Uh, wait, Tim Palmer said he DM'd the Game Boys, but I don't see it. So I don't know what he was. All right, well, Tim Palmer, about. maybe next time. He's a liar. With that in mind, we're done here. My name is Lux. I am your host, your co-host, Griffin Davis. Your guest is Hunter Edwards. Your editor and producer is Haley Clement. Your international music is by Matthew Morton. Your art is by Brittany Metz. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Oh, Bubsy 3D. Ugh. <laughs>